upon each area. And uh, tonight, I want to preach just for a little while a mind for the promised land. A mind for the promised land. Amen. And uh, again, it's an honor to be here. Thank you for everything, the room and and uh, the wonderful meals today. Amen. We, uh, we, we don't have very many Cracker Barrels. We just got our first one. And so today I was able to go to Cracker Barrel and Bishop took me there. Now, he, he did good, y'all. He, he ate soup. <laughs> Amen. And uh, I'm trying not to be like that report. Amen. Amen. I want to be large in spirit, but not in flesh. Amen. And I had a salad. Amen. And uh, Sister Black, she, she figured out my trick. Amen. I take people to eat all the time. And uh, we eat at least three or four times a day. Now, I don't eat that much. Amen. Uh, what I do is I just move my food around the plate so it looks like I ate. And then they're sitting there going, oh, my God, how can I keep up with Brother Pounds? Amen. And so uh, we, we did well today. And then we went somewhere else to eat before service. And Bishop said, well, now we got to figure out how, what we're going to do. Because after church, there ain't no, no restaurants. I'll, I'll be fine, Bishop. Amen. I'll get a Snickers bar. Amen. Amen. If you're here, amen, let me just say this real quick. If you're here and you're visiting, now I, I don't know who the visitors are, amen, but I'm going to tell you this, that what I've already witnessed and felt in this place, you're in the right place. You've got the right God here and you've got the right doctrine. So you don't need to look anywhere else. You just need to plant, you need to put your feet down and you just say, come on now, Bishop, preach to me. Come on, Pastor. Amen. And I guarantee you that if you'll make a commitment in your life to be faithful over the next 90 days, every service, everything that's going on in this church, that at the end of 90 days, you won't want to go nowhere else. Amen. And so I challenge you for the next 90 days, be as committed as you can be to this church. Quit jumping around, quit going to everything else, getting all the confusion. Just hear a clear, sound voice and watch what God will do. Amen. Does the church believe that? Say amen. Amen. Numbers chapter 14, we're going to read verse number 8 and verse number 9. Amen. Sounds good, brother sound man. Keep it right there. Don't mess with me and I'll be all right with you. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Numbers chapter 14, verse 8 and 9 says, If the Lord delight in us, everybody say in us, then he will bring us into this land and give it us. Everybody say us. A land which floweth with milk and honey. Amen. Verse number nine. Only rebel not ye against the Lord. Neither fear ye the people of the land. For they are as bread for us. Everybody say for us. Their defense is departed from them. And the Lord is with us. Everybody say us. Fear them not. Amen. I'm going to preach it for just a little while. A mind for the promised land. Amen. Why don't you put your Bibles down for just a second. Lift your hands up. And I want you to tell the Lord, remove every distraction, every barrier, and help us to receive from the word of the Lord right now. 
Lord, we love you. We invite you, Lord, to come in here with all of your glory and your power. God, we ask you to move upon our hearts, our minds right now. Remove every distraction. Remove every barrier. Silence every cell phone. Keep us focused tonight, God. Help us, Lord, to get a mind for the promised land. Tonight, Lord, wake us up. Shake us. Do whatever you've got to do, and we're going to give you the glory and the praise tonight. We're going to live Lift up your mighty name uh, and we will march forward uh, preparing uh, for the promised land. Uh, We're going to praise you tonight in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Clap your hands. uh, Give the Lord a loud shout of praise. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Turn to your neighbor, give him a high five, tell him a mind for the promised land. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated tonight. The book of Numbers tonight is a book that covers 38 years of history. It covers a time from Egypt to the promised land, the land that God was going to give the children of Israel. At this time here, they're in the wilderness still. They have not obtained the promised land yet. They have journeyed, they have come, they have been marching through. In chapter number 13, we find that they had seen the exploration of the spies. They had the report back and everything on every side look good but there was that one little thing we have seen the sons of the Nephilim we have seen the sons of Anak we have seen the giants and, and we're afraid of them let me just tell you at the outset of this message I have no hidden agenda it's straight to get us into the presence of God to shake our mind to get us to wake up and realize we've got to have a mind for the promised land. We gotta think right. We gotta walk right. We gotta talk right. And we gotta pursue the promised land tonight. Somebody say amen. As we begin to look at this fourth book of Moses, this timeline of him showing us their journeys through the wilderness, we come to the place where we look at this promised land. It represents an end to slavery. Now, I don't understand the mindset of those that have been set free but yet still have a hunger and a desire to go back. Amen. He that the Son is set free is free indeed. Amen, somebody. No more chains again. No more slavery again. No more bondage again. No more turning around and going back again. I'm already on my way out and I'm not going back. I'm not looking back. I'm not desiring back. I've got a mind that's made up. I've come this far and I'm not going back. I've come this far and I'm not turning around. I've come this far and I will not give up. In Numbers chapter 14 verse number 8 it says if the Lord delight in us if the Lord 
delight in us. If the Lord delight in us, we live in a generation that is all about us. Amen. Cater to me, preacher. Come on, church. Amen. Well, they didn't use me, so maybe I'll just sit a little bit closer to the back, and they didn't give me the opportunity, so I'm just gonna hang out. Amen. With those that are the stragglers, those that are the whiners and the complainers. Well, they didn't pick the color that I liked and and they didn't paint it the way I wanted it painted and they didn't take my idea. I know I'm in the church right now and I know I'm in your Kool-Aid. I know what color it is and I know what flavor and how much sugar's been used. Amen, somebody. I told you I didn't come to play tonight. Well, Bishop, I'd give a little bit more to the church, but I see the money and I see what's going on and I just don't know if I agree. Listen to me tonight. When you give, you're not giving to a man. You're giving unto God. Amen, somebody. You better be careful when you get your eyes off the Lord and you get your eyes on everything else and you're hanging in a circle that's lingering to the back of the crowd. Amen. Now, now I've come to celebrate with you the fruitful years, but I'm also gonna challenge you, amen, because your best years are not behind you, they're ahead of you. Yeah, I know, I know you got to figure me out still. Amen, that's all right. Amen, I, I, I already figured y'all out. Amen, it don't take me long. Amen, I've been doing this for 35 years. Amen, I started as a young man preaching. Amen, and I know that God's got a great call in this place. There's some things God's knocking at the door of this church and he's asking who's gonna wake up and answer that call? Who is it tonight that's gonna get out of the old mindset? Who is it that that's gonna finally let go of your chains? Who is it that's finally gonna let go of a past? Who is it that's gonna step up tonight and say, Lord, if you're gonna send anybody, send me. God, I got my mind made up. I'm not going back. I'm not turning around. You can count on me. Me and Jesus, we're going all the way. It don't matter if you don't wanna go. I will make it. The book of Numbers represents a time, man, of wandering until God brings them in the land. Now, can I tell you what was whispered in my ear about two o'clock this morning? Amen. I felt the Lord begin to nudge me, and I couldn't get in bed till almost three. Amen. Not, not sure it was just California time. Amen. Or just feeling the presence of the Lord. Amen. But since I got into this city, amen, there's some good things that I felt. Amen. But I want you to understand there are generations tonight that are represented here. There's a generation that's been here for a long time. There's a generation that, that some of them have carved and worked and paid and given. And they said, you just don't see where we've come from. You don't see the struggles that we've been through. 
through. But then within that same group, I found out that every group has two groups. Amen. Within that same group is an entitled group. A group that says, I've been here so long. That should be my chair. I've been here so long and I've done so much. That should be my seat. I should be on that council. Amen, somebody. And then there's a group that hasn't been here that long just yet. And they're still excited and they love the Lord and they love everything you do. Amen. They're just excited to be here. They're just so happy to be here. Man, I just, woo, I'm a part. Amen of AFC. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. Let me be a part of this fellowship. I'm just, woo, this is good stuff. Amen. But within that same group is a group that came in that they expect everything to be handed to them immediately. They just got a little bit out of their slavery moment and they're expecting it to be put on a silver platter and handed to them. They don't know what sacrifice is. They haven't had to steal. Amen. They're they're quiet within them to say, I know I'm hungry for something else besides quail, but I'm gonna keep picking up manna and I'm gonna keep eating quail as long as the Lord brings, amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. Amen, somebody. And then there's a younger generation coming up and they're watching the first two groups and the second two groups. And that generation is looking to see what's the church supposed to really be like here. And what's amazing about that younger generation is they make their way through and they hear this one and then they hear that one. But ultimately, let me just remind you that somebody's gonna die. And you have to ask yourself, am I one that is going to live or am I one that's going to die? Because it's all made up in your mind if you're gonna make it or if you're not gonna make it. (laughs) My mind's made up, amen, somebody. Is anybody with me tonight? See, here in the book of Numbers, amen, we've got to realize that God was doing a work. Let me read to you tonight this same verse of scripture from the New Living Translation, amen. It says, and if the Lord is pleased with us, he will bring us safely into the land and give it to us. It is a rich flowing land with milk and honey. Do not rebel against the Lord and don't be afraid of the people of the land for they are only helpless prey to us. They have no protection but the Lord is with us. Don't be afraid of them. Let me just remind 
remind you uh, that everything God does, uh, he does it right. Uh, and everything God does, uh, he does with purpose. Uh, and everything God does, uh, he does with process. Uh, amen, somebody. Uh, so we just gotta realize uh, that at the point we're in, in the journey right now, uh, it is a perfect work of God. Uh, you may not be where you wanna just yet. Uh, amen, somebody. Uh, but he's doing a perfect work. Uh, he's doing a perfect work. Uh, you may not have uh, what you want just yet, uh, friend, but you gotta hold on. Uh, what he's doing is a right work. Uh, amen, somebody. Uh, and there is a process. Uh, you gotta be willing sometimes uh, to just shut your mouth uh, and just watch the Lord uh, and say, God, uh, take me where you want. Uh, lead me where you want. Uh, I've gotta get through the process. Uh, I gotta go where you want me to go. Can I take this off? It's all right, amen. The process requires us to go through some things. The process requires us to address where we're at. The process, amen, sometimes we don't see the end and we feel a little hopeless, but yet at the end of the process, we receive the promise. Ah, you don't get the promise without going through some things. You gotta stop whining. You don't have the car you want. It's all right. Thank him for the hoop that you got right now. You don't have the house you want. Thank him right now. Praise him for what you do have now. And you watch what you'll have when the promise arrives. I'm starting to feel my help right now. I feel like somebody's realizing I gotta stop whining. I gotta stop complaining. There's a process, but I gotta get a mind for the promised land. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. Amen. We're gonna do some good tonight. Well, they didn't sing my song tonight. I said they didn't sing my song. I was gonna get in here, sis, all right? They didn't sing my song. They didn't choose me to lead that song. They'd have chose me. I'd have tore it up. <laughs> Kurt Franklin. You ain't got nothing on this. Uh, MC Hammer can't touch this. No, 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 no. Amen. Amen, somebody. Well, they went through everybody else. How come they didn't choose my son to preach? Maybe your son ain't called to preach. Maybe your son's called to do something else in the kingdom and you're forcing him through a process he shouldn't be going through. Y'all hearing me right now? Well, maybe, maybe you shouldn't be singing it because we're too worried that God wouldn't get the glory and you'd get the glory. 
I'm telling you tonight, you gotta hear me right now. There is a process that God has taken us through that we've gotta surrender to that process before we get to the promise. But I tell you what, when God says the promise is yes, when the promise is amen, when the promise is good, when the promise is right, friend, you gotta go through the process. Watch this. We have become a generation about making it all good for us. Amen. Now, now, I like air conditioning. I like it cold outside right now. Man, I like it. Man, I like it. I don't need that jacket right now. Amen. That's good stuff out there. Amen. But when we get our eyes off of what we're really supposed to be going after, what happens is we get stuck in the wandering. How many times has God made us take a few extra steps because we open our mouth just a little bit too soon? Ah. I had a friend of mine one time, he said, he was a pastor in the church, gave him a little trip. He said, you know, I've been working hard. I've been doing all this stuff for this church. And all they came up with was this little trip. I said, Bubba, you better thank God. And right about that time, somebody walked up and said, Pastor, Pastor, we forgot to give you the rest of your gift. A man walked up and said, Pastor, here's the keys to your new Hummer. Another man walked up and said, Pastor, here's this and here's that. And they started giving him all these envelopes. And the boy was complaining about his trip and he opened his mouth before the promise had arrived. Amen, somebody. You better be careful that you're not in the house of God complaining and God's about to send your promise from heaven. Amen, somebody. Because your negative thinking is gonna block the promise from coming. When you get to whining and complaining, you better watch. You're gonna have to step a little bit longer. You're gonna have to walk a little bit more. You're gonna have to go around that rock a few more times. Amen, somebody. Listen to me. There is a process but at the end of the process is the promise of the Lord. And if I just please him, if my life will be pleasing to him, how do I please? You just got to obey him. Jesus is not your magic genie in a bottle. Come on, Jesus, give me three wishes. Woo! He's not your lottery scratcher, friend. Uh, come on, let me get the He's not your gambling machines where you pull uh, and hope the numbers line up. Uh, he is the king of kings. Uh, he is the Lord of lords. Uh, he is alpha, omega, beginning, uh, the ending, uh, the first, uh, the last. Uh, there's none beside him. Uh, there's none before him. Uh, there'll never be another after him. He is God uh, all by himself. Ah, Lord. So as the Lord began to whisper to me last night, the one thing I felt was stepping into promise requires us to think the right way. 
Because as a man thinketh in his heart, so is. Nothing comes out of your mouth that hadn't first got up in your head. <laughs> now, now, I used to love sports, amen. Now, you got to bear with me here. When I was younger, I played sports a lot. And I grew up in the hood, okay? And so the only thing white besides me was the cars sometimes and the houses, amen. <laughs> and I used to play basketball. Now, you're a little bit taller. Stand up, stand up, stand up. Help me out here. And so, yeah, that's a perfect height right there. I used to love guys like this because I'd push on them. I'd say stuff to them. I'd get in his face and put my hand there. What was I trying to do? I was trying to get in his I was trying to mess with his thinking because if I could mess with his thinking, I've got his game. Y'all staying with me right now. Uh, and so I, I began to mess it. I push on him, uh, amen, while he was dribbling. I, I wouldn't foul him, but I'd do it just enough uh, that he would say, come on, man, what you doing? Uh, well, come on, man. And he'd start talking back to me uh, instead of looking at the goal to shoot, amen. Uh, and when he wasn't looking, he was just looking at me. My, my goal was to get his eyes off the ball uh, and get them on me uh, so that I can mess with him long enough that I can swoop through, uh, get the ball, and I knew I was faster than him so I could like white lightning get to the other end of the court and get that ball up and in there and I look at him and say yeah boy yeah boy you want some more of me come on boy you gotta realize there's a process the devil's been messing with your head he's been trying to get you to look away from your promise but you gotta realize God brought me this far he's not going to leave me here God brought me this far he'll take me all the way somebody lost their shout because the devil got in your mind you got to get a mind for the promised land you got to get a shout again you got to tell him guess what I'm on my game and I'm going to win somebody needs a shout yes Sit down. Ah. Y'all feeling that now, ain't you? In the middle of the process, you're going to go through some things that are going to make you uncomfortable. You get a little tired sometimes. But where do I get my strength? The joy. So why are you sitting there looking like you've just been sucking on lemons? devil's been after me all week long bless his holy he's been messing with your head well it's just so tough it's just so hard somebody say hallelujah oh yeah yeah 
Were you speaking in tongues right now? Because I didn't hear hallelujah. If you ever look at those who are cold and don't have the joy of the Lord, you know what they're doing? They're looking to leech off somebody else in the church. Who else ain't got to praise so when they go to the restroom, I can go to the restroom and talk to them too. Hey, 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 I just stepped in it right there, amen. And all of a sudden, what do you do? You become the congregation of the ice cubes on that row. There ain't no joy, there ain't no fire, there ain't no passion. No wonder the devil's got you right where he's got you. Amen, somebody. It's because you haven't made up your mind. I'm in this thing to win it. I'm not going backwards. I gotta make up my mind. I can't let that in my head. I can't get that in my heart. Well, I gotta get the joy of the Lord. How do I get the joy of the Lord? Let me just get back to getting in the presence of the Lord. Where the presence of the Lord is, there's liberty. And when the spirit of the Lord shows up, I don't know about you, but when he comes, I wanna shout. I wanna dance. I want to run. I want to get more of his presence. You can sit there and look like a little puppet, little religious puppet all you want. I've come to have church and get the presence of the Lord. Sit down, sit down, sit down, sit down. You know, we, 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 we've been going through this for a while. You know, come on now. Do you remember when we used to have? Remember when services used to be? Remember, remember? Remember when we used to have such and such in our music? Those were the good old days. No, they weren't. Those were your shaping days. That wasn't the promised land. The problem with a negative spirit is you begin to compare. And when you compare, you can only compare past things with past things. You cannot compare what you have now with what will be because negativity blocks you from revelation. It blocks, blocks you from prophecy. It blocks you from being able to see what the Lord sees. Negativity causes us to get our eyes from up here down here. And eventually it becomes the greatest form of idolatry which is self. Where we are worshiping us. Our opinion is higher than God's opinion. Our ways are above God's ways. Our will is stronger than the will of God. Listen to me. If you could sit through a service like this tonight and not feel something wanting to leap up and shout out and say, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna get a mind to serve the Lord. You better check where you're at in your walk with the Lord. Friend, I've got the Holy Ghost and fire and when I get into a service like this something inside of me shouts yes I'm not going back I made up my mind sit down sit down 
we must be patient with the process. Why? Why? I don't know if we can take it over there. Bishop, why should we be looking at a bigger building? Don't you see all those empty seats out there? If these people here tonight would catch this, and the people that just get this tonight would reach one person, this church would be overflowing. One person, that's all you got to do. Is that too much to ask you? Is that manipulation? Is that somebody trying to twist your arm to do something you shouldn't be doing? One person is all tonight that if each and every one of us brought one person. Bubba, when that enemy tried to get you not to come tonight, you know what he was trying to tell you? I'm getting in your head. I'm like, because if he can get in your head tonight, guess what's going to happen on Sunday morning? The alarm's not going to go off. You're going to hit snooze too many times. Well, I miss. I might as well just not come today. Amen, somebody. And then what's going to happen is Sunday night's going to come around. But I'm going to tell you what, because you made the choice to get here, that's pleasing to the Lord. Faithfulness is pleasing to the Lord. And you watch what God will do because now you got to say, I can't go back to that way of thinking. I've come here. I'm not going back. I've been delivered. I've been set free. I've been picked up. I've been turned around. I've given supply from heaven. God's got my best in his heart and at his interest. That means if God brought me this far, he'll take me all the way. some people that would think that's just a game don't worry about it man you'll be alright it's okay brother you ever notice how the people that tell you it's just going to be alright just don't worry about it don't push don't change don't do anything different you ever notice how they're also the ones that are so cold in their soul you haven't seen in the altar in a long time you haven't seen them shout run roll on the floor I told our church the other day, I said, I, I know we had a good service. I said, why? So you see all these bobby pins? I started walking around. I started picking up bobby pins. You also want to know how I knew it was a good service? I couldn't get the men to go sit down because the men wanted to be in the altar the whole time going to be a blessed man. You're going to be blessed men. You're going to be blessed men tonight. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you what, we want to get where the presence of the Lord is. God, where are you going? If you're going this way, I don't care. We've been past this thing a hundred times. Who cares? Let's just keep on going. If this is the way the Lord's going, I'm going. Come on, somebody. you got to realize there's a process, but the process produces a promise. Well, I've been by this again. Oh, it's all right. Let me just get going. I think I know where the Lord's going now. I'm just going to go ahead and get a little joy. Come on, somebody. I've been this way before. I've been through the trial. I've been, woo, yes, I'm here again. But guess what? That means God is about to step me into the next level. Sit down for a second. Listen to this, listen to this. He that complains to the end 
the same shall be saved. He that sits like a self-righteous statue, the same shall be saved. Uh-huh. That's not what it says, it is it? He that can't clap his hands as loud as he does for his patriots. Now, now, now watch this, watch this, watch this. I'm from California. All right. And we have a team out there called the Raiders. Okay, watch this. So the reason why they have to move is because Oakland was going to change the name of the city. Because the Raiders were about to change the name of the team. And they said, well, if the Raiders change the name to the Faders, then we got to change Oakland to Chokeland. So we better go to Vegas. He said, Pastor, are you a Raiders fan? I am not a Raiders fan. My team is anybody that will play the Raiders and win. <laughs> Whoop them, man. Make them look bad. Amen. But you ever notice how some people say, I'm not emotional like that. I'm just not all like that. But then all of a sudden, Dodgers. Viva los Doyers. Amen. I'm sorry, amen. I'm sorry, Brother Sanchez. Amen. And all of a sudden, you got your team out there and they do something. What do you do? No, 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 no. It ain't even like that. It's on like donkey. Go, ah! You don't care who's looking at you. You don't care how much your shoes cost. You don't care whether your suit is new or old. Amen, somebody. What you love, you give praise to. What's at the center of your life and the center of your attention is the thing that gets the most noise from you. You will adore what it is that's at the center of your, if he's the center, if he is your all in all, if he brought you out, you gotta get a shout. You gotta tell the devil, I've got a mind for the promised land. Tell the devil, guess what? I got moves. don't even know about I wish somebody take about 30 seconds and just shout unto the Lord In the name of Jesus. Sit down, sit down, sit down. Go back to being quiet. Go back to being religious. Go back to your Friday night praise. Go ahead, go back. 
Go back to Egypt. Go back to your drugs. Go back to your bondage. Go back to losing. Go back to frustration. Not for me. As for me and my house, we'll serve the Lord. Clap your hands as loud as you can. He brought you out. He brought you a mighty long way. Now, come here, come here, come here, come here. Watch this, watch this, watch this. When I was growing up, they used to say something that bothered me. They'd always tell me something, then they'd go, psych. Especially all the little surfer boys, little skater boys, right? God didn't bring you this far to start moving stuff out of your life to get you to a place where he's going to go, ah, psych. Just playing. Ah, you thought, man. The Lord created you. And when he formed you in your mama's belly, he already had a plan of victory for your life. Oh, I just felt it right there. What happens is the world shapes our thinking. That's why the scripture says, don't set your affections on the things below but upon the things that are. And then he says, I've got to get you thinking like something that's from above. So let this mind be in you (laughs) that was also ah, in Christ Jesus. (laughs) Ah, You're about to get victory like you never got before. You hear me? Look at this. Chains are broke. Chains are broke. Past is gone. Now it's time for you to lift your hands and say, I receive it right now. Lift your hands. Receive it, Lord, right now. In the name of Jesus, right now, Lord. Get over it. Pray with it. Pray with it. Keep praying with it. Keep praying with it. He that the Son has set free is free indeed. No more chains. No more Egypt. No more going back. I made up my mind. I'm going to walk right. I'm going to talk right. I'm going to think right. I'm going to live right. Somebody shout, yes!
Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Come on, church. Clap your hands and shout unto the Lord with a voice of triumph. I won't go back. I'm not going back. I made up my mind. I've come this far. I can't go back. I got a mind for the promised land. I'm going to make it. I'm going to endure till the end. Come on, church. Learn how to rejoice with them that rejoice. I need about 10 brothers right now that'll rejoice with him. I need 10 men that will come up here, get around him, and rejoice. Here's how we're gonna make it. Brother, if you can't make it, I'll help carry you. I'll help push you. I'll praise with you. Come on, somebody. This church is coming to a place of tearing down strongholds now. You have existed with strongholds in your mind. You've existed with strongholds on the same pew as you. And it's time to walk forward in freedom and victory. Watch this, watch this. Watch this, wait, 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 wait. Listen, listen, listen. you're gonna miss it, you're gonna miss it. I wanna show you something real quick. The Bible says, bear ye one another's burdens. How do we bear each other's burdens? Oh, did you hear about sister so-and-so? Ooh, she's going through it. Don't tell nobody, but what I heard was, Amen, somebody. Oh, but I'm just doing it because I'm just trying to get somebody else to help me bear this burden. That ain't bearing each other's burdens. That's bearing each other's business. Amen, somebody. And the Bible says if somebody's a gossiper, if they're a slanderer, if they're a false witness, come on, Sister Mary, adding a little bit extra to that story. Amen, somebody. 
they cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Amen, somebody. And so bearing each other's burdens in the Lord is, brother, you're having a struggle right now. Then you should be able to turn to these men and say, brothers, look, I'm having a hard time. I'm gonna get there tonight, but I need you to pray with me. You don't have to tell them everything you're going through. That's between you and Jesus. But these men being faithful and righteous men are gonna get behind you and do exactly what they just did right now. Look at this. You see this? You ain't alone. The devil tried to get in your head tell you you're alone tonight. Stay home. Be afraid. The giants are all around. Just stay. Don't come to church tonight. Oh, be afraid. Ah. But all of a sudden, the Lord said, wait a minute, stop, 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 stop. Don't be afraid of them. See the promise? I gave you the promise. <laughs> and you see those giants? You're going to eat them up like bread, man. And their crumbs are going to fall at your feet. And everything that they have there is yours. Uh, watch this, watch this. What you're afraid of has no protection. What you're afraid of can't defend itself. It has no defenses. You want it? Then go get it. Amen. Anybody in here want some victory tonight? Anybody in here ready for this church to launch into a promised land mind where we tear down strongholds, where we take into captivity every thought that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God. I'm telling you right now, you are more than conquerors. You've already been given a addict, an edict of victory. You've already been told you win. So why are we just going through the motions of church? Why are we still playing church? When I was a youngster, the elders used to have a saying. We're gonna tear up some carpet right now. And I'll tell you what would happen. They'd get out of their pew and they'd start making their way up. Watch this, sis. They'd get out and they'd start forward just a little bit. And it, it might have been during song service. It might have been during the preaching. And all of a sudden, they got to right here. And it was like, the closer you got to the front, the more confidence you got. Amen, somebody. And all of a sudden, by the time they got up here, it was like, you had swagger. You had all kinds of stuff. Your head bobbing. And all of a sudden, you got here. It was like, 
Shoes went flying, hair stuff went flying, ties came all crazy, jackets fell off. Amen, somebody. You didn't care if you had glasses anymore. You didn't care what you did today to get ready for the service. Your little curls came flopping down all straight. You got into the presence of the Lord and guess what? You went home with victory. You went home with authority. You went home into your house and said, guess what, devil? Get out. I've got victory. So the book of Numbers, it's not about mathematics. Some of you got nervous all night when I said numbers. Math. There are two different numberings of the people in this book. But really what we find about this book is that there are two groups and two generations. The first generation is the generation that left Egypt. But the second generation is the generation that made it to the promised land. Two different mindsets. Some people want a quick fix. Jesus, get me out and put a little duct tape on this dude. Come on, Jesus, give me a little Band-Aid. Put a little Neosporin in my wounds, get me back up and then, and I'm good now, Jesus. I, I can handle it from here now. I got, I got this. I got this. Amen, somebody. The second group realized we came out of Egypt. We didn't like the stories of Egypt. We didn't like what we heard about Egypt. And we believe the report of the Lord that says the promised land is better. Some people in here tonight may not make the journey. Just like in past generations during this fruitful ministry, there have been two mindsets. And there are some faithful elders in this room right now that you've watched. As they've come, watch the Lord pull them off drugs, clean them up, put their family back together. They got a better job, they got a better car, they started living in a better neighborhood. And then all of a sudden, they, they felt like they were self-made man. And it went from being that me and Jesus and my family got something good going to me. And maybe not Jesus, maybe I can just get a little girlfriend on the side and still have a family on the side. I know I'm in the will of the Lord right now. Because somebody's mind is thinking wrong. And the problem is, you may think that you're going to gain something temporarily by your complaining and whining and thinking about walking out on your family. But in the end, you lose it all. And you die in the same wilderness and you never receive the promise. Amen, somebody. And so I'm speaking to young people and I'm speaking to old people. If you have an ability tonight to hear my voice, you've got to know that there's two mindsets.
And so you got to make up your mindset. Are you the one that's going to come out of Egypt? It's going to be the puppet, self-righteous, complainer and whiner. We're going to be the one that's just going to be thankful that he brought you out. And if he brought you this far, he'll take you all the way. day journey took almost 40 years and the whole reason why it took 40 years complaining and whining that showed something that was deeper called unbelief if the devil can get in your head that easy and you can give up that quick, then friend, I have, to, I have to challenge you tonight and tell you that really what's showing up is your unbelief. See, because through all of this, God has brought this church this many years. And just because you got the thought that it's not as what it used to be doesn't mean that the best days have come and gone. Because there's still a heaven to gain. There's still a promise ahead. Somebody say amen. amen. And God last night began to nudge me. And he told me, he said, my angels have been up and down these streets. With a message of deliverance for these cities that surround this church. And all I need is the church to wake up. And be released just like I released the angels out. Everything's prepared. The Lord let them know 40 years in advance. The promise is yours. But you got to please me. Do it my way, not your way. Follow my plan, not your plan. Go through the process. Quit complaining. got to trust him watch this the purpose for the process the first thing was God was proving himself to them by guiding them through the process why is God taking you through what he's taking you through right now why is it you got that doctor's report? Why is it that your kids are messing up? Why is it that your finances are having troubles? Why is it that you need some things to happen in your family right now? Because it's part of the process of God to prove himself. I am that I am. <laughs> Amen. And from the time they were in Egypt to the time they were in the promised land, what God was saying is, I'm doing miracle after miracle to prove to you who I am. Amen, somebody. The problem with some people is they follow for the miracles, not the promise or not the promise giver. Amen, somebody. You want him to be your sugar daddy throwing a little candy along the way. Amen, somebody. 
but he's not your Jehovah Jireh. He's not your Jehovah Shema. Amen, somebody. The second thing we see was God was proving the people. First, God was proving himself to them. Now God is proving the people. Can I trust you? He that is faithful in the little will be given much. If God can't trust you with where you're at right now under the bishop, what makes you think that he should send you off somewhere else and give you more? The process is not God being mean, but it's God testing you in your spirit to make sure you're right. Because if he can find you faithful now, the promise is going to be that much more sweeter on the other side. Amen? So tonight, I'm going to bring it to a close. And I'm going to open this altar, but I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge this church to get to the place where these pews are no longer a barrier for you. But now it's a place where I come, and from that I'm going to launch forward to pursue. I'm going after my promise. I'm going to receive the reward. Amen, somebody. And so in this altar right now, God is about to meet some needs. Amen, somebody. In this altar right now, God is going to answer the cry of somebody that says, I can't take it anymore. God, I'll just trust you. I'll try it your way. God, I've been through some things. God, I'm not going to complain and whine. God, just, just touch me, Lord. Here I am. I need you. Move in my life. Have your way in me. Come on, that's it. Come on, lift your hands and go beyond the same five words you always pray. Come on, push a little bit, church. Get this mind right now that says, I'm gonna make it. I've come this far. I will not go back. Come on, receive your healing. Receive your deliverance. Oh, yeah.